Welcome to the role playing exchange. It's me back, back on my bullshit. <laughs> Fuck yeah, we're back. <laughs> back with Star Trek Adventures, except um, different this time because we decided to switch it over to Fate. The less said about that, the better. <laughs> hey. granted, yeah, granted, Platt's been in a coma for the last couple sessions, so. Yeah, you missed all the courtroom drama. I did. Busy <laughs> help fixing the ship. Right. Uh, so, yeah, for last time, uh, Chief Thrashiv was court martialed uh, and escaped with minor punishment. Uh, and uh, we start today, the Mercury, after having spent several weeks <laughs> under repair. Uh, is launching on its first test cruise uh, where I'm going to make sure all the repairs stuck. And um, yeah, so that's that's where we'll start. But uh, actually, we'll start. Let's cut that part out. Actually, we'll start uh, with a vignette, if anybody's interested in any vignettes. Somebody has one in mind? I, I do not. Uh, I guess uh, if we wanted to go with like the repairs on the ship too, I don't know again how much if I completely and utterly secluded myself doing that for the last couple of missions. So, uh, because I, I I knew that that again the damage was pretty extensive when we were first on the Klingons and then getting away with the Klingon getting away from the Klingons. Yeah, if you want to, uh, if you want to have one, that's fine. If not, we can just move forward with the, the planned game. Okay, uh, yeah, we can we can move on forward with the plan. If nothing else, I could just pop up and go like, "Where have you guys been?" Well, you know where we've been. Great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> find the quarters. Why are you at? <laughs> uh, no, I, we can get. I'm I'm good to get started. All right. Well, in that case, uh, the Mercury launches from Starbase. Uh, its repairs seem to have gone pretty well, but they haven't haven't put the ship through its paces quite yet. Uh, and so the the ship gets launched. Everything seems to be going pretty well um, when it appears that there is a, a, a serious engine failure uh, with damages. Um, so uh, there, there's a catastrophic engine failure for the, for the warp engine. And the whole ship kind of like shuts down for a moment and then restarts on auxiliary power. Uh, and it looks like the warp core is shot. So the ship is basically just kind of adrift several light years away from the star base. <clears throat> which means it would take forever to get back mm-hmm. uh, until you fix it. Uh, but everything else still works. Uh, so, <laughs> okay. Uh, I feel like I was just here and it went really bad for me. Like it's a, uh, it's okay. Stay calm this time. Down boy. <laughs> Don't kill well, anybody. Don't threaten to kill anybody. It's a, did somebody end up pointing to the the poster of Scotty up in the wall saying, "Did this man steal five fuses?" <laughs> I'm right. glad the two of you it's got a, that joke. So. It's a completely normal engine failure, not a saboteur or anything. I hope not. I need to be alarmed. Uh but yeah. So the first thing out. that the uh, the captain is going to order is that you search the ship. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, with hand uh, tricorders. Uh, and of course, get that warp core back online. Were there casualties? I'd probably be dealing. Uh, there were probably injuries. two or three. Yeah, okay. two or three severe injuries, plasma burns. So mm-hmm. probably you, uh, Marrow and Platt are probably in engineering. I am Marrow. Shiv is yeah. in going to be out there with a, uh, a phaser. <laughs> I almost <laughs> I almost use this slang from this podcast. They called it Dustbuster because they look like Dustbuster. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh. And the tricorder, making sure nobody has like gotten aboard the ship and sabotaged it. 
<laughs> okay. Um, so let's go to the engine room first. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, so I guess on backup power, I can't say to say transport people to sick bay. So I probably, uh, no, you're going to, you're going to have to like, you know, bustle them back by hand or treat them there. I'll do what I can to like treat, stabilize them there. So I probably have my, my team of nurses and whatnot. These two or three other people. Yeah. Um, you're down there. You've dealt with plasma birds before. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as, as long as they don't die, it's, it's reparable. Yeah. It's just they're going to be out of commission for a long time as you have to regenerate that uh, oh. material. Yeah. Spend a little time okay. in the dermal regenerator. But. All righty. Well, um, more, than, more than just <laughs> the dermis is going to need to be regenerated. <laughs> Whatever. No, if you just do the outside, no one can tell. It'll be all right. You're beautiful as usual, but you're bleeding inside. That's where the blood's supposed to be. It's fine. <laughs> Internal bleeding, that's not a thing. That's where blood is. Yep. <laughs> all right. So, um, Platt, you're on the engines themselves. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, did, uh, do, uh, would it be a, uh, do I need to make a, a check to see what the last, uh, inf- uh, what the last readouts were giving us before this, or would that just be general knowledge from that'll be general getting? knowledge. It should be recorded. Uh, so it looks like uh, you had uh, an, an excessive unexpected feed into the warp core from uh, both the Jesus Christ <laughs> uh, from the, the matter and antimatter uh, storage units. So that is seems to be the cause. Uh, it also seems like there might be a flaw in the dilithium crystals um, so, that caused that issue. All right. Uh, so something uh, uh, so there, there does seem to have been some sort of weird warp field inversion or something along those lines that you can't quite or that you can't quite uh, figure out. It's it, that's a little weirdness. So I'm sure your Star Trek senses are alert. <laughs> yeah. So it's something that it just immediately dropped us out and overloaded the overloaded the warp core in this moment. Um, and I, I forgot to did we actually give the I, we gave the name to our chief engineer, didn't we? Oh yeah, yeah. There's the whole crew is in the uh, yeah the fate document. Oh, sorry. Oh, so, so was, oh, uh, like, which I have right here. So I should be able to do that. Uh, Lieutenant Commander Krell. The one I named. So. Yeah, everyone made their um, own head of their department. That, that's true. So I, I should remember this. I, I feel horrible now. Anyway, um, but yeah, with Krell, I'm like through. Um, I that's uh, like I'm relaying the information over to her and uh, say, I think we may need to eject. That's like pull out the dilithium. That's like the dilithium crystal. See if it's Maester Caesar are still intact. Well, in that case, let's do it. Okay, so <laughs> you're you're the uh, person who detects. You could be in charge. Oh, no. All righty. So, uh, yeah, I definitely want to take a look at that, too. Although, given uh, just out of safety protocols, are there, that's like, is everything seem to be just offline or are there are there any kind of leak, and matter, antimatter leaks that we're going to have to worry about? Oh, no, it's all shut down. Okay. Um, the flashback was bad enough to fuse the emitters. So. Um, oh, good. So that all so has it, to be it can't come out anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> Not my problem anymore. So, all right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, that's like eject the uh, the the core. That's uh, eject the the crystal containment unit and uh, put a tricorder to it. See what I can find. So, I guess if if looking at that, would that be a warp drives or uh, engineering check specifically for this? Uh, yeah, it would be engineering, probably warp drive specialization. Yes, uh, warp drive specialization. Okay, and good because I have a grade on that. <laughs> so, yeah, you do. Right. 
All right. Thanks. Well, actually, yes, thank you, because you made that part, <laughs> that conversion over to it. So, all right. Uh, I will go ahead and make my roll in there so I can see it. Modifier. Uh, oh, on the modifier, we just put our, our plus fours on there. No, it does it automatically. So if you have the roll plus skill only. Selected, oh, I see. I see, I see it next to it. So click the dice. Yep. All right. Let me do it then. Uh, four. All right. Uh, a four is pretty good. So, yeah, there's definitely a flaw in the matrix. Uh, you'll have to replace it. You can use the warp core, you know, once you get the rest of it fixed at a lower level. So you're only like two or three light years away. So you can travel back at warp two, probably. Uh, it'll take a couple of days to get back to the star base for crystal replacement and probably, you know, better emitter repair. Okay. So, but at least, we're, at least that this, uh, the least gets us back up to limping and we're not completely dead in the water. Right. But, you know, you're going to have to repair those emitters and whatnot uh, ahead of time anyway. Okay. okay so, and uh, with the power, uh, can we at least. Uh, get that that's like with the emergency power do we have uh, that give us access to our industrial replicators where we can uh pull up new equipment if necessary uh i mean yeah you can requisition the power for that okay so all right um i give my report over to the chief engineer and uh tell uh that's like tell her that i'm more than happy to start uh getting getting a team on that repair as soon as possible oh well thank you very much i'm glad to hear that you're so eager to be about this so let's go do it then Shall we? She puts a hand on your back and like sort of guides you towards the industrial replicators. So can't leave the can't leave the engine unrepaired, or we'll all die out here. That would be true. So, but meanwhile, <laughs> notice empathy. <laughs> so. uh, her lack of empathy. <laughs> um, meanwhile, he cut the the shiv, leading a, a squad of non-coms searching the Jeffrey's tubes. Uh, the Shiv, you get the distinct impression that uh, this is not the sort of place you would have been put maybe before your <laughs> trial. Yeah, uh, a little bit of the uh, latrine duty kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got all the idiots too, so, you know, <laughs> there's a little extra punishment <laughs> on top of the official punishment. It's to be expected. It's good training opportunity for the numbnut, you know, non-com. So. <laughs> You're just right, giving yeah. a crew of Steve's. <laughs> I mean, let let me tell you this. You wish Steve was here. <laughs> oh no. Oh man. Uh, oh, I got all the I got Steve, all the, Steve I got all the does everything wrong, but he theoretically he's been around, you know. <laughs> right? He's been he's been in Starfleet for a while. Like these are all like two years in and still haven't managed to learn anything. Or two years in and are, are afraid of any making any sort of independent decisions. Th- those sort of types. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, you are in the Jeffrey's tube, uh, and your tricorder is detecting uh, a life form that does not match uh, one for uh, a member of the crew, um, and it is in the. It looks like it's in cargo bay two. Uh, there are some there's some cargo that's kind of stacked in a fashion as to like sort of create a secluded region and that's that's where this life form is. No human being would stack cargo like <laughs> Yeah, it's it's stacked non Euclidianly. So sorry guys. Thanks for us. Paul Cthulhu again. <laughs> oh, no, we're in the Carcosa sector. Shit. Um I will go ahead and call it into um my supervisor. I don't remember what their name is either because I'm a terrible 
terrible person. It's, it's been, been a long while. time. It has been like a month since we played this, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, uh, Lieutenant Commander Dulas. Dulas, yes. Uh, I will hit my comm badge and let Commander Dulas know that there's stowaway in the cargo bay and that I'm taking my team in that direction. All right, she acknowledges it. Uh, she says she'll have reinforcements on the way shortly. Uh, you do note that she is not treating you um, strangely. Like She's treating you like... Like yeah, she's normal. on your side in the trial. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she was, was on well, your side. Was like, yeah. yeah. One moment. Craig stop. Oh, there he goes. He can't he can never stop. He can never stop. Always listen. And now in this intermittent break, we give you mm-hmm. our fifth series in uh, in a ten part series of recorded online silence for the uh, next five minutes. It's a classic <laughs> performance of four thirty three. I just got my Gen Con badge in the mail. Nice. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Mine should come today. Oh, yeah. Mine, mine uh, usually comes late, so I didn't get my uh, I didn't get my number yet. Let me check. So, but anyway, sorry. That's yeah, right. I didn't get an email. It just just showed up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I would like to use my tricorder that has detected this life form to try to determine what this life form is before I round the non-Euclidean stack of boxes and get to meet the thing from Carcosa. Well, you're safe. It's not a thing from Carcosa, although you do hear over the PA that they are, uh, you know, next Saturday, there's going to be a, a very specific rediscovered play that's going to be put forward in uh, <laughs> the mess hall. All should attend. Um, yeah, so uh, that's no role required. Uh, it is um, a Klingon, obviously. It's just one. Um, <laughs> you don't know <laughs> what they're doing there, but yeah. We're getting another fight. Life signs are not great. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, life signs aren't doing great. That's no. okay. That's encouraging. Uh, they're definitely. I mean, if it was a human, you'd be like, "Wow, this guy is having some real heart trouble." But you don't know. Maybe that's just how Klingons do. Uh, I mean, that's like which heart is it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, one's not doing great, but the other one's okay. So he's, you know, he's not doing he's, too bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay, knowing that, then I will also put in a call to Dr. Marrow to have mm-hmm. them on standby that uh, we found a Klingon in the cargo bay and their life signs don't look real great. What? Okay, I'll prepare a quarantine ward at sick bay after I move every the injured crewmen back there. Yeah, you're getting that done right now. Yeah, yeah, and I can take them to the second sick bay, like the smaller sick bay right. that we have right. down in the engineering. All right, so... Uh... The Sheev, you and your team emerge from the Jeffrey's tube into that particular region, Cargo Bay. And you can see the Klingon. He is there, and he is uh, unconscious. Um, looks kind of pale. Uh, has is armed. Um, you know, has a, a mechleth and a disruptor, the, the usual equipment, um, and seems to be like sleeping on the floor. <laughs> Just just passed out. Uh, disarm him and restrain him and uh, have like a cargo transporter down here and load him up on it and send two guys with him to sick bay. All right. So, uh, yeah, you disarm him and he doesn't wake up and you know that's a bad sign. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So you just haul him over to uh, the, the transporter and he gets transported to the smaller sick bay. Uh, and he is there in a bio bed when... Uh, Morrow arrives. Okay. So I'll just start by giving him a quick once-over with my medical tricorder. Yeah. 
give me a medicine roll because this is an unusual life form that you don't have an opportunity to observe the mm-hmm, signs mm-hmm. of very often. All right, three. All right, so uh, seems to be a couple things going on here. It's malnourished. Uh, seems to be suffering from the effects of a lack of sleep. Also, several burns on his hands uh, and one or two on his face. Uh, also seems to be suffering from some sort of Klingon disease you're not familiar with. Uh, <clears throat> he's definitely infected with some sort of uh, bacterium. Um, mm-hmm. Bizarre. Yeah, uh, that you ha- are not aware of. But uh, yeah, so there he is. He's infected. So I guess the first thing would be to have people sweep the cargo bay for the similar bacteria to make sure we don't have like uh, something loose on the ship. Uh, sure. More than happy to add that to the list because I'm going to be having like the rest of my team, like where everything's getting torn through to make sure he wasn't in here doing something nefarious. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So um, we're doing that. Plus we're also looking for bacteria now. Right. So you know, one more thing. Give me uh, a role for, I guess for the sheave, that would probably be like command. Um, let's see. take a look at the old skills. R- rapport maybe. Yeah. There's not like yeah, a direct rapport. command. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then I've got uh, eye for detail. Well, that's for notice, though. No, that's not for right. You're just trying right. to direct your team. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Who is more it. difficult to control than otherwise might be? Oh, three, uh, five. Hey, look at you. Get in line. I'm, I'm good at nice. real command. The real commandering. <laughs> yeah, you did a good job. You told everybody exactly the way they needed to hear it. Uh, you can give yourself a boost for that. Succeeded with style. So mm-hmm. when utilizing this team going forward, uh, give yourself uh, a temporary aspect. It could be whatever you want it to be. Okay, so I'm going to call this the, the Steve team. The team of Steves. <laughs> All right, so do we find anything horrible or terrible? or? Well, um, no. So it looks like he's clearly like fucked with the cargo room sensors. Uh, the cargo... Damn it. <laughs> with the sensors in the region uh, to make it so that they wouldn't detect him automatically. It looks like that's where the burns come from because you can see examples of burning on uh, the uh, electronics and displays in the area. Sorry about um, that. No problem. In the region where he was sleeping, uh, you do detect the bacteria. Um, it looks like a shipwide scan shows that it's kind of around, but it doesn't seem to be spreading very well. It's airborne, but, you know, it doesn't seem to be infecting anybody on the ship because none of them are Cleons. That's handy. Hmm. Uh, I will also pass along then to the doctor that, you know, we are finding it. that We'll have to do a a decon at some point, but it doesn't seem to be overtly troublesome to the rest of us. Okay. I can begin to design a a procedure for thorough decontamination of the cargo bay. I would say that you can, um, yeah. Uh, and it's obvious that you can use the the bacteria as an ID as to when and where this guy has been. Mm-hmm. Okay, so can we do that? Or um... oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's just a thing; you don't have to roll for it. Uh, it okay. doesn't look like so he's just... been out of the cargo bay very much. Um, he's been out of the cargo bay and to into like some local crew quarters. That he's also managed to okay. like get his way into, and it looks like he's been using the replicator there, uh, but not often. Okay, uh, it's not like there are a lot of empty crew quarters on the ship. It's fully staffed. Um, does he happen to have 
other than you know the weapon we took from him, does he seem to have anything tools or anything on him that he could have used to damage the warp core? It doesn't seem like it. It seems like he's just got he just has the weapons in his hands. Uh and you could tell from his uh his handiwork with the sensors in the cargo bay, he's no great shakes at engineering. Okay. He does okay. okay. Uh, and it doesn't. It looks like he may have attempted to get the the replicators to produce him something other than food, but it doesn't look like he was successful at that. Like there's there's some evidence to the to the effect that he hasn't been able to pull that off. Okay. Um, we should also, I, I guess, the uh, Klingon uniforms or have any sort of identifier of what ship they're from. Are they from the ship that we dealt with several weeks ago? I, mean, uh, I imagine that's how he got on here. Yes, he is from that ship. Okay, I could say that Sorry. with certainty. Oh. Okay, um, which means that he was on the Mercury the whole time it was at Narendra Station, and no one noticed. Oh, hmm. Should probably let them know. You, this is what happens when you put the chief in his in the. <laughs> hey, hey. <clears throat> okay, I was it's extremely busy. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> There's a lot to fix. There's a lot going on. It was busy, busy time. Um, it wasn't okay. like anybody was like digging into the cargo base because there wasn't anything to. <laughs> wasn't yeah, anything exactly. To yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's in a sense, it's a place to hide. Okay, uh, I'm going to draft like a full report for the senior staff as far as you know. We know that he's from the ship. We know he's been here at least a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're on the ship that we know for sure he's accessed. Um, that we also need to forward that information to our industration in case there was more than him on board and one of them got off. Because um, there might be a, a lone wolf. Oh no, there's like a Klingon nest off. forming on. <laughs> wow! Yikes! Then <laughs> I will I will submit that to uh, Dulas. Pass up the chain. She takes it and she says, uh, "Thanks again." Uh, listen, you know you're you're probably still going to be putting up with some garbage for like the next two or three weeks, but you know as long as you keep doing a good job, the captain is going to let that stuff go. Oh yeah, I'm not. Uh, don't get me don't get me wrong, I'm not. I'm not upset by uh, the <laughs> the current situation in which I find myself. I, I completely understand it, the how and why that I'm here. <laughs> I understand why people are mad at me. Well, uh, I'm glad you see it that way. It, it could certainly, you know, some might not react in the same fashion. I've been doing this for far too long to be upset about a little latrine duty. All right. Well. In that case, um, that was, let's let's get back to work. Hopefully, get this warp drive fixed. And uh, speaking of, you know, you do make the essential repairs and uh, you're back on your way to the star base. Hey, oh, well, that wasn't such a chore, now was it? It so, doesn't appear although, so. I, I I I was a little bit uh, put off by the lieutenant commander's uh, attitude <laughs> about that. Since has she been acting like this at any given point during? Uh, the refit i mean uh yeah that's kind of her deal she's just not that's just how she acts just 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 not a people person yeah yeah ah, so i was just getting into that but that uh, seems to be a that anyway um i do want to go ahead uh on our way back uh just run some general scans on the drive to make sure uh, continually just to kind of make sure that we're not overtaxing the current crystal yeah uh, uh, we have it all right that makes sense um yeah, you're keeping a close eye on it. Keep that in mind for later. Okay. Uh, so you're approaching the star base, um, and you dock, and 
everything seems to be going well. And then uh, you... <laughs> it's never a good time when the fucking GM chuckles at you. <laughs> uh, and then once again, everybody in the ship is placed uh, under arrest. And once again, it is not by the Federation. Ah, dag. Everybody's read these reports. You know what's going on. It's all Klingons. And... Uh, Shit, son, you're in a mirror universe. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> God damn it, I, I, that is a joke. <laughs> I was thinking that is a joke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Actually, just offhand right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, this is 2019. We're post-fun Star Trek. So would, we, right. uh, would other people, been, uh, like, would there have been a quantum class right now, basically briefing anybody about this existence or is that more of a captain don't talk about it unless it actually happens uh i'm gonna tell people that there's a mirror yeah i'm gonna say that some people are gonna know uh not everybody knows it's probably command level and above okay so probably the captain and the xo know but like not everybody's aware (sighs) damn it (laughs) okay just start looking around Uh, i was absolutely certain that this was our star base that Looks I mean, like it, our star base. Yeah, it looks like your star base. It's Federation style, though it's got a, an unusually uh, red and green uh, note that uh, <laughs> typically it wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah. So everyone is <clears throat> being interrogated. But uh, there's also this. The same is probably true for the members of the mirror universe, they probably all don't know that the mirror universe exists. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all extremely puzzled about who you guys are and what your deal is. Like the uniforms are unfamiliar. The Mm -hmm. ship they recognize, they recognize the Excelsior class. Sure. Uh, But you know, the Terran empire is no more. Uh, So they, they are extremely confused by all of this. Also, there's a Klingon in sickbay who has a disease that they wiped out a uh, hundred years ago. So, also, why are very uniforms? Strange. Also, why are your your uniforms not cut off to show your guns? This is unknown to us. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> all the women have their abs unexposed. Uh, it's all very strange. No yeah. one is wearing a weird crown. Uh, <laughs> Finally, all those mornings of crunches. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh my god. So uh, you're all trapped. Uh, the Klingons here, pretty much, is just pressing everybody in the one enormous brig. They don't seem to care, um, and it, it makes sense because there are. Oof. Oh my god. <laughs> that poor kid. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. I gotta scroll away from that kid. Oh, we can't oh. watch it. <laughs> horrible <laughs> they're fine they're very resilient um baby spouts uh, i'm sorry i apologize i'm totally derailing everything that's fine so the captain at this point says all right so i think i know what happened uh so there's a universe there's an alternate universe uh it will surprise right. nobody that it was first encountered as far as our records show by uh one james t kirk everyone groans <laughs> oh, no. Jonathan Archie. <laughs> Did he? I don't remember that. I didn't yeah, watch a lot of the episode stuff in, in later it. half. It has like one of the best openings because it recreates the first contact. 
Okay. But um, Cochran can't do the Vulcan hand symbol, so he just shoots the Vulcan. And that's the how the Terran Empire started. Oh boy. <laughs> uh so yeah. So uh, I'm going to go with my explanation. Gonna... No, no, this, you know, no. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So. All right. So yeah. Uh, so there's this other universe counterpart, Kirk. Uh, apparently, everyone is evil except for the people we would normally think are bad. Like. I understand, like, there's some immediate objections. Like, look, maybe evil is the wrong term, but everybody in the mirror universe seems to be the worst possible version of themselves, including people in our universe who we would think are already the worst possible version of themselves. How is that possible? That's a great question. Moral relativism doesn't follow normal tracks? I I guess not. Uh, So I don't know how we got here. Uh, but we need to get out. <laughs> All right. Well, Captain, if uh, pr- uh, it's like, forgive my presumption, but if that's uh, like, how did Kirk or uh, it's like in this previous, was there a mission file on this describing the uh, uh, describing the events that occurred to transport them into this mirror universe? Um. Yes. Uh, they went. They attempted to transport during a, uh, I believe it was a plasma storm. Certainly some sort of ionizing event while being transported. Um, put them into the mirror universe. Uh, there have been other studies on it, and current indication is that this universe and the mirror universe are, um, well, not to get into multiversal theory, but if universes are bubbles, our universe and the mirror universe are right next to each other, and the walls of our bubbles where they touch are very thin. Mm-hmm. So the current understanding is that any sort of excessively strange event that changes the nature of space could put you in the mirror universe. It's like a warp core explosion. Yes, probably. So if that's like depending on what was going on with that's like what happened with the crystal. So if there is a possible if if there's a chance that I can get back to the records that I that's uh, the informa- the scans that I was taking through with it beforehand, we might be able to figure out a way to reverse the process. Well, I certainly hope so. Um, uh, because if you can't, we're going to be in pretty rough shape. Um, the Klingons don't seem to know who we are, which is good, but um, they're going to figure it out eventually. So would we, that's like, would it be better to pretend that we were the be- that's like the members of this non-Federation alliance? That's like people who escaped from it when they were, that's like dissolved. I don't think so. Uh, mm. Latest reports indicate that uh, they were defeated a long time ago um, and that there's some sort of Terran resistance. Uh, but that's, that's all. Yeah. So, uh, uh, well, in this case, that we're sitting in a, uh, it's like sitting in a, uh, a very off trap. I would say so. As a matter of fact, there's probably, uh, there seems to be some linkage between the, again, this is all speculative, but there does seem to be some linkage between the mirror universe and ours. So probably our mirror universal selves are somewhere here nearby in a ship similar to ours, probably. Mm-hmm. It didn't get, like it didn't anything like that i don't know how you, i don't know how to best describe the phenomenon of if we came over here did they come over did they go over there um that's not essentially required no sometimes you can just pass from one to the other without a transposition decide if that's good or bad well uh you know if if we are on file 
and there's not a certainty that we are that's going to tell the Klingons who we're supposed to be. So, uh, yeah, I am awaiting ideas. Ooh, if anyone has uh, any, we can brainstorm. Well, let's see. That yeah, seems absolutely. like a good idea. Absolutely, let's do that. Where's the brainstorming in the deal? Let's store yeah, some so brains. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the chief can probably contribute something that's not like a generic security skill. So, Joe could, but basically, everyone just rolls, and um, whoever quote unquote wins, basically, whoever scores the highest gets to like establish some bit of truth. So it's not like to it's not like we figure out something and then Joe tells us what's happening. It's like we as players sort of get to decide. So you could expand out on some little bit of what we've uncovered so far, and then we would have to like investigate it further before we make our next roll. Yep. Takes Does all the work sense? out of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Uh, like Aaron and I can just roll science and engineering if you want to roll um I don't know what, what you would roll for security. Well, the, the question is at the time, how do we, we already know where we're at. So how do we get out of it? Right. So the first role could be like establishing what exactly triggered the shift. I don't know. It could be anything you want. It could be up to whoever wins. Yeah. Um, it could be what tri- triggered the shift, what you need to do to get out of the shift, how to get out of this prison, what to do about these Klingons, you know, mm-hmm. any sort of, long complex plan making okay so if we're doing it more broadly than like the chief could just roll combat so yeah being able to fight our way out and or figure or, out or notice attack. or yeah um any number of other skills yeah because we're kind of expanding it out because like just atomic robo you just roll science right uh so yeah for example like empathy or like if i roll medicine or, and yeah. i win i would come up with like a medicine Something related to medicine that's like establishing some bit of truth about our current situation. So I'm just going to do that. So everyone roll whatever you want. Yep. So I will roll engineering along with you. Well, I'm rolling bad today. As am I. All right. Come on. Fight our way out of this. It's up to you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> you need a plus three or better. Well, yeah, it's just whoever's the highest, I guess. But uh, I'm actually going to that. And I didn't oh. do <laughs> Okay. All right. Medicine. How do, how do we medicine our way out of this one? Medicine well, our way out of Well, one thing. It. So to establish the... First thing is uh, I have a conjecture that um, something is much like matter and antimatter. Something's probably fundamentally different um, between people from our universe and people from this uh, quote unquote mirish universe. Um, Therefore, perhaps um, in this universe, like biosensors that perhaps monitor the prison have a harder time. So we have a little bit more of a stealth advantage if we can get out like we can act with more impunity before perhaps they would detect weird activity on our part. Yeah. Okay, so, so uh, everybody will have an aspect, I guess, that is um, hard to track. Yeah. So you could probably even... Where's my... So I guess we'll make that a, an adventure aspect. <laughs> sure. Okay. So that gives us a little bit of freedom to act. All righty. So where we need to get all... Yeah, so we can, at least we'll be able to kind of hide a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's probably a pretty good chance that the Klingons don't even know exactly how many people are here. As they're just trying the to do that, and with, tell them. And where and where did they put us in the ship to? Is this just one of the cargo bays, or is this on the on the uh, station itself? It's on the station. Okay. Um, so you've been moved off the ship, which they, you know, you don't know what they're doing there. But they took you off the ship and are storing you in. Uh, it's not a cargo bay. It just looks like an enormous prison. There's some other prisoners in here. They're kind of staying away from you guys because there's a lot of you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
are they mostly human or are they just uh, other species? Ah, uh, you got some humans, you got some Klingons, you got some Cardassians, more than a few Ferengi. Uh, yeah, um, there's only two or three humans. Mostly it's Klingons and Cardassians. Okay. So, alrighty then. Well, looking at from that, um, also with the uh, just kind of going up there, are we actually behind any kind of force fields, or are is it are they actually cells, or is it just like a large communal area that we're in right now? You're in a large communal area. Um, there are force fields over the doors, uh, into and out of it. Uh, the design still looks pretty similar to the starbase you were just at, so. All right, so as far as we know, we might be able to reroute power from certain areas without being caught. So uh, let's see. So if this was like a normal storage area that's been kind of converted over into this, uh, can I roll engineering to see where I could fi- uh, figure out where the panel, that's uh, like where the uh, the conduit pan- paneling is? I mean, uh, yeah, uh, I would say notice or engineering for that. Notice or engineer. Okay, I'll definitely do notice in that case, so... As I roll a five on, I have a superb on that one. Yep, six. We're all very all good. Right. We're all very people. Yeah, thank you, Berg. <laughs> Star Trek. Just the way it worked out. Star Trek, it, 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 you know, people know things. And they know where mm-hmm. things are when it's important. Yep. Uh, yeah, so it looks like the only difference in the mirror universe is that everything is five millimeters to the left. Because <laughs> you're like, okay, well, this panel's here. That means that panel should be there. Yep. Okay, you have to tell me if that's <laughs> canon, because in all honesty, I can't tell. Uh, it, it, it isn't. Okay. <laughs> it is now. But it, it's canon now. for this game. Yeah. Okay, just... I'll just don't... You, you can't tell me that at some point in time when they were coming up with stories, Rick Berman probably said, hey, let's just, just make, make everything, everything left. Five yeah. meters to the left. So, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So... I'll uh, go through that, just kind of unlock uh, unlock everything else as we needed. Uh, do the systems look similar enough to ours for uh, to be yeah, able Yeah, the only them? difference is everything is reversed. Like, everything's That's... in the opposite order. Of but, course. Yeah. yeah, it looks pretty similar. Right. You could probably hack this pretty easy. You have right, a very so, thorough yeah, understanding I... of how all this stuff works. Okay, yeah, <laughs> so definitely in engineering to see if we can at least drop the force field. So... Uh, and and maybe get a map of the of the general area. Engineering uh, three. So what exactly are you trying to do? Goddamn this push to talk. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. So <laughs> I was just about to say, hey Joe, you got to push the button. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah. So uh, I was basically trying to drop the force field in our area. And maybe I assume without letting to... the uh, Klingons know. Yes, yeah, without letting them know. I was thinking about getting a, a map, but also we probably had our tricorders and any other devices taken away. So. Yeah, all you're working with is your hands, but you know. All right. Um, yeah, you could probably do that. Uh, let's see. I'm going to have to roll against the station. Okay. To see whether it detects you've turned the force fields off. All right. Uh, if they beat your roll, then they're aware. Uh, I'm going to say you have. I'm going to say this first incursion is going to succeed no matter what because they don't know how well you know their systems. But as okay. soon as they are aware of that, they're going to be able to start making changes. All righty. So for the moment, we've at least dropped the force field around the the containment area. Um, okay. I would like to go. Uh, hey, they good. tie, so you will win. Okay, yay! A system where the ties don't go to defenders. Yeah, <laughs> I can use that for right now. Uh, so Shiv is going to go to the captain and request uh, to have a little powwow with the senior staff. Uh, sure. They let you in. Um, 
Captain, I, I don't want to, in light of uh, very recent events, I don't want to overstep my bounds or to anything that you're not comfortable with me doing. But uh, if you want me to develop plans or contingencies for uh, escape, I am happy to provide that service. And the captain says, well, look, Chief, uh, we've had our issues, but I think in this particular circumstance, we're going to have to put that aside and come together. So, yes, any sort of advice or plans that you can contribute, we will happily accept. <laughs> um, I would like to leave with as little loss of life as possible, but uh, I, we do it. have to like escape. These are, these are, in my opinion, non-combatants and not involved in any way, shape, or form uh, in an act of war against us, unlike the, the situation previously. So, no. All right. Well, it's good to know where your head is at. Uh, if I if I could, I would request uh, both the, the, the commander and uh, Lieutenant Commander Dulas, though, have a little meeting of the minds with me. Certainly. Um, that corner looks kind of unoccupied. We'll screen you to make whatever plans you're going to make. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to try to get um, get some people together and start working out, like, how, how the hell exactly do we jailbreak from... Uh, not only from the detention center inside the starbase, but then get onto our ship and then get our ship away. Mm-hmm. Cause there's, that's uh there's some complexity <laughs> involved in the plans today. <laughs> All right. This might be a two-parter. <laughs> well, you know, uh, <laughs> that's fine. Um, basically what I would like to do is I would like to do like, um, I've got I've got a huge amount of combat, but I don't know if that directly reflects into like getting everybody together onto how to to do it all. So I'm gonna roll rapport as far as like from the tactical mindset, a uh, mindset of like getting everybody to actually work together and get an actual plan from multiple angles figured out to get us uh, how the how the hell we're gonna get out of here. Yeah, so it's like creating an advantage. You can create like an aspect of like well-oiled team or something. Yeah, right. Plans that you place. can invoke later. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> it seems like the, the senior crew is willing to put bygones aside, but some of the rest of the crew are not feeling too hot about it. I remind me because it's been forever since I've read the, the rules. I can spend a fate point and re-roll, right? Uh, yes. Or you could spend a fate point and add plus two ahead of time, but... Um, yeah, this might be a re-roll situation. I think I want to re-roll that. Yeah. yeah, that's probably for the best. The Stevemans were not impressed. Give me a give me a fate point. Yeah, that's much better. Can we manipulate these uh, points or to do it? You should be able to. Um, <laughs> I'm stealing one. Oh, you're stealing it. There you, yeah, there you go. That works. Yeah, you should. Okay, I'll look into it later. Should be able to move them around, but whatever. That's fine. Yeah, it did. It took one for me and put one you because you were at three and you're at four now. Right. Yeah. And I went from five down to four. So. Oh yeah, you like just click on the other person, then click steal card. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Neat. So, uh, let's see. All right. So you have uh, what is the name of your aspect you've created? Um. How about how about just some like uh, we've got a plan for that. Yep. I love it nice. when a plan comes. <laughs> So that when Joe inevitably says, and this new thing comes up to complicate your day, I can just go, hey, we've got a plan for that. And we can. Yep. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, uh, that makes sense to me. I don't know. With a four, I don't know how many free invokes you have, but you can also spend fate points to invoke on it, too, if yeah. needed. Yeah. I'm going to say you have one free invoke to start with. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
reasonable. So All right. First so, thing we probably want is to get some equipment to because we have probably nothing. Yeah, you have zilch. You have don't even have communicators. Yeah. Uh, so um, also means you don't have universal translators. Nope. Right. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> so you're hearing a lot of native Klingon and native Cardassian. Oh wait, nope. I I know Klingon. Flat does <laughs> speak forgot, Klingon. Flat does speak Klingon. All right. Well, that's good. I forgot uh, about that. So and native Actually, Ferengi. It's hard to tell. You never thought the Cardassian sounded very nice before, but compared to Klingon and Ferengi, boy, it's it's got a natural beauty that you were unaware of previously. <laughs> but we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so what are uh, what are they saying? Uh, well, the Klingons in the in the place. So you haven't yet attempted to leave the prison. Uh, are all very um, confused about you guys. They have a lot of theories about who you might be. Uh, yeah, they have a lot of theories about who you might be. Like, is this some sort of Terran Empire revival? Are these guys like, do terrorists get uniforms? Uh, <laughs> very, very organized terrorists. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, is, was there like some sort of segment that was unconquered? Uh, these uniforms are pretty dumb. Um, are there also Cardassians around? Yeah, there are a ton of Cardassians in here. Okay, thought so. It's pretty crowded. Yeah, yeah. All right. So there's that one end. Romulan just like skulking in a corner. <laughs> are they like by yourself? Are they like the nicest people ever in the mirror universe? I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm I am mirror universe illiterate. So that's fine. No, uh, there has, as far as I'm aware. I have not watched every episode of every Star Trek. As far as I'm aware, no one has encountered any Romulans in the mirror universe yet. But I, I could be so. wrong. I don't think. I think that's correct. Uh, so, I mean, like, you don't know I, how the Romulan I, is. I, I'm just, as the player, like, I would have to assume that, like, Romulans are what the Federation is in the normal, in the normal universe. Like, because... I mean, yeah, out of character, Romulans are, yeah, probably what the Federation would turn out to be, like, with people from Earth... This that's this timelines. The Federation is the Romulan yeah. Empire. Yeah. Could be worse. Could be worse. Could be worse. I mean, if we're gonna throw Nemesis away, there was no evidence of like slaveholding or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Like, we should throw Nemesis away. That was... We should throw oh, the next true, gen cause... movies away. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. So, it, like, that's right. So, in DS Nine, Mir Cisco, I think, was talking about like seeking the Romulans for aid. Like when Prime Cisco is trying to get out of the mirror universe. Yes, yeah, I don't so, think they did it, but I think there's like a passing mention of it. Yeah, so I think uh, what I'm going to say is that the the mirror universe Romulans are probably just a slightly better Roman Empire, less corrupt, <laughs> mm-hmm. except the Senate actually matters, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. The worst version of themselves is the worst version of the Federation. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, but so, you all know that. Okay, but, yeah. yeah, yeah, we're not going through there. So, all right. Um, so we're kind of seeing outside of you know we're and th- these were the guards, right? The the Klingons and Ferengi that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. No, uh, these aren't guards. There aren't any guards. Oh, there aren't. Everyone okay. here is a prisoner. We're just in like a big bullpen, like a big communal area, like instead of all right. Big- okay. Yep. Uh, well, in that case, I am going to go ahead and go to a couple of the Klingons. And just with the general openness going, I mean you no harm. 
Uh, it's like, but we're we seem to be in a confusion about what's going on and how we might be able to rectify our situation. We too are confused. Who are so, you? Uh, uh, so looking back at this point, we're wait super a... quick, super quick. Oh yes. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I'm gonna need a knowledge roll to see if you remember roll. whether there's some sort of multiversal prime directive. Oh god. <laughs> Don't fail. Jeez. <laughs> oh, um Okay, can I put that uh, can I actually use my operations division as an aspect to stay give myself a plus two? Uh <laughs> since no. then <laughs> rules in fucking regulations, come on. <laughs> Let's see what you have. Oh my god. Okay, you said that was knowledge. Uh, you could use expand your horizons. That would be thank sufficient. you. I'll 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 accept that. So <laughs> all right, I guess I give that to you. There, yep. that didn't help. No, he can just steal it from you, or you can just I don't know. I, I can just drop it, and he can steal it back. Okay. Yep. All right. So go, go away. Fate points. Thank you. Anyway. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna do knowledge on that with a plus two. That's right. Hope to God. Hey. Four. That's, okay. Hey. That is it's pretty good. <laughs> so All right, just so barely. Uh, there is, but <laughs> but if we ever be concerned, it has a that. lot more qualifiers because uh, if you're trapped in another universe, <laughs> like you're allowed to do whatever you need to do to escape it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're like, don't don't fuck the universe, the other universe up uh, in Star Trek Discovery terms. <laughs> but you know. Hey, if you gotta if you gotta sell some technology or whatever, as long as it's not how to get back and forth, like don't give them that. No, no, no. So, but you could do whatever else you need to do to escape. Okay. So, but I, I'll be a little coy right now with it saying we are obviously from a very far way, oh, ways away from this area. So, uh, I will say that there are things that are familiar, but in terms of this, you, uh, it's like, are not the Klingons that we recognize, and this is not the base that we recognize. So, but it's like, in turn, we can see that everybody here is at a disadvantage from the current map. Uh, it's like the current uh, controller, comptrollers of this particular area. So, what I'm suggesting is that that's like a, a temporary truce, something that we're, that's like where we can at. Assist, get your aids, aid to be able to get back to your own ships, and we may be able to navigate some of the systems here in a way that you are unable to. There were a lot of words in what you just said, <laughs> but what I'm getting out of it is we are allies. your crew of 300 or so people want to help us 50 escape. So, yes, I think we can make that deal. He turns back to the other everyone else there. Is everybody okay with an escape plan? They're all they all nod. We're all okay with an escape plan. Good. So that's what I, I at least thought about this. So do you have uh, start see if we can converse with everybody else to bringing them in, finding out who has ships that may have been detained here, what kind of equipment was there, mm-hmm. uh, if they know, uh, especially from the Klingons, maybe get more information on the current power structure. Right. So yeah. uh, super quick, here's what you get. Okay. Um, the only one with a ship locally is the Romulan. Okay. Uh, mm. It was a spy craft that sent over here uh, to try and keep an eye on, you know, what the Klingons are doing in this section of space. Uh, but he got caught. It's fairly small; can't transport a lot of people. But uh, everyone else had like uh, pretty much short-legged transports. Okay. Uh, 
those have been repooed by the Klingons and probably s- sent somewhere. Everybody's been in prison here for more than a month besides you. Okay. All right. So if anything else, the Romulan ship may not even be uh, flyable. It might have been scrapped for parts as far as we know. Uh, the Romulan thinks that <clears throat> the ship probably wasn't destroyed. It's probably being studied local. Okay. Uh, so they can try and detect more of them. All right. Um, so that, oh, that could be a good option. Um, oh, so that actually brings another one. Does he have a cloaking device on his ship? Oh, of course he does. Okay. Who, who doesn't have cloaking devices? At, at Mirror Universe, we, there's we no treaty here. Yeah. There's no treaty. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, has right. anybody, sorry, just as a, a side question, Kevin Long, yeah. has anybody from these groups of prisoners that have been here longer than us, have they been put to work? Have they seen other parts of the station that they have additional intel on? Uh, no. Anybody who is going to be put, uh, so they, let's see, so every three months, the Klingons will uh, either take one of them for slave labor, but in that case, they're not returned to this section or put where the slaves are. Mm-hmm. Uh, or there will be a slave auction here. They think it's probably okay. coming up in a few days. Uh, that's where individual houses uh, in the Klingon Empire or you know, families from Cardassia and occasionally the occasional Ferengi will show up and purchase these criminals as slaves. Uh, okay. Depending on the level of offense, the slavery will last either a lifetime or for a period. Uh, interestingly enough, almost all the offenses lead to a lifetime of slavery. So they are all very interested in escaping. <laughs> Noted. Okay. So yeah, um, no, that's that was a great uh, that was a great sit on there because in turn we, uh, let's see, I'm trying to find because we the Mercury would obviously have a lot more space for everybody else here, so we could at least get them out and then get them maybe to a safe area before we tried to make our that's uh, like our escape. So mm-hmm. and actually, as, is the Romulan has the Romulan been talking to us at all? The Romulan is pretty interested in what you guys are, so yeah, he's he's okay. been conversing. He's kind of hoping that you will, you know, also help him. No, well, this is everybody, or uh, it's like that yeah. everybody's in the same position too. So, right. uh, and, and they haven't taken them out. Have they interrogated him all about his ship or his technology? Um, of course, they have. He has not broken yet. Okay, so if. So I'm I'm looking at theirs. I know your ship has again its own its own secrets at this point. But if you could make a case for us to give them something that it won't be of any massive benefit, something that you that, that would distract them long enough for me to for us to get the cloaking device off of your ship, that's potential for us integrating it onto ours. How big is your ship? So uh, give the uh, it's like give the the, sp- the specifics of the uh, the Mercury. So I, I f- like I forget what the size range it's, on an, uh, on a. Uh... It's still pretty big. Yeah, uh, that may be a bit of a stretch to accomplish, but uh, it could be possible. Well, we wouldn't need it for long. It would just be that's like it would be enough to be able to get away from the station itself, and also to be able to. Uh, not only just to be able to get away from the station, but also to be able to uh, hide ourselves long enough from the Klingons so they give up the, f- the pursuit, or at least send them off in a different direction. Well, I will be happy to help in any way I can, provided that you also help me escape. Uh, I am not as in favor of helping the rest of these criminals escape, but... Uh, well, <laughs> beggars can't be choosers in this situation. Indeed. That's that is certainly the case. So, but we mean you no harm, and we would rather be out of this situation to begin with. So, 
um, truth. Uh, so I kind of huddle up with everybody else. I think I might have a plan. It's not great, but given the fact that I can, it's, I know I can speak Klingon. And are there any other? Uh, it's like, uh, it's like, are there any other Klingon speakers on this on the uh, on the staff or on the crew? Uh, there are a few who can. Uh, you're probably the most fluent. The most proficient. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so with that, um, I was going to say, um, with uh, we may come up with a plan. Maybe get the, uh, get the captain and discuss it. Where we can come up with a plan to, uh, it's like see, convert, give some information over the Klingons. Say, that's uh, like say that we're. Uh, it's like it's off of an old Terran ship. We're just refugees at this point. Uh, get. That's uh, like go ahead. Uh, make some agreements to try to repair some things just to be fed and clothed because we don't want to starve to death. And, you know, it's at least that's better than doing what they're doing right now. And then, uh, see if we can utilize that to sneak some stuff off of, uh, sneakily make repairs and then take over the ship. And then of course thrash could, uh, be off to the side. That's like setting up, uh, setting up points of defense or ambushes as we need. Uh, they take that under consideration. Uh, they're formulating okay. their own plans. Oh, okay. I mean, it is the senior well, crew. It is the senior crew, so. So, job. All right. So, uh, they want to know how much access you have of uh, the systems in this region. The capital so, uh, specifically. Okay. So, uh, for. Uh, all right. Uh, so, it, would I know that? Is it just the room basically at this point? Uh, yes. So, you can get in and out. Um, you control the sensors here, but that's it. Okay. So that and all right. Uh, so yeah, I'll let them know that the uh, sensors we can get through at this point. Um, if I, given the fact of what I was able to do, if we can possibly enact the plan where we are set, that's like where we pretend to help them or to understand the Mercury. Uh, I could possibly get access to more of the system. That's uh, like uh, further down the systems where I can expand it to areas around the station. Uh, I mean, that seems uh, possible. <sighs> So, but that's uh, like, but it would be the team effort on that. So, and if uh, nothing team. else, if we're with the Klingons is here, uh, do uh, I could act as a translator for you, since obviously they're not going to let us have our comm badges back for the universal translators. The Klingon that you spoke to earlier just kind of like runs over and says, "Ah, oh, the hell with that! Wait, let's just enter the. We can escape through the door or through the tubes. They are no longer protected." So I didn't. Did I shut off anything in the Jeffrey's tubes? I mean, yeah, the force fields are all off. Okay, so oh, oh, <laughs> we can't if we want to do this the quick way. But again, I have no idea what how what the guards are like on the outside. Ah, that so, I can tell you. You see, I was once a member of these guards, and um, well, looks around. He says, I may have committed some trifling light treason. Treason and crimes, <laughs> other not serious crimes, um, and that is I, why I am here. The, the shameful, the shameful Klingon that was brought down by littering, specifically in my littering poison in my superior's food. I left it there accidentally, of course. God, that's fucking burying the lead. <laughs> anyway, the I, I wasn't sure. You don't seem to care very much about honor, so I might as well admit it. We're we're comrades now, right? Right? He looks around. Everyone so, looks kind of disgusted. Uh, 
just on a, on a, another one right now. Does anybody else have empathy other uh, better than an average? Yes, uh, I have empathy. Fair. Can you tell if this guy's lying or not? I know we could all roll it, but I don't speak Klingon. So <laughs> okay, yeah, no, like, I, I guess it's <laughs> just me. We're then, just so. seeing you guys. He doesn't like, speak. He doesn't speak uh, the Federation or whatever, <laughs> whatever the Federation language is. So he only talks to you yeah. in Klingon. Oh, uh, all right. Well, I guess I gotta see if this guy's lying to me. <laughs> all right, let's do it. <laughs> Empathy. Eh. You have plus. Oh, oh, never mind. It was on report for your. Yeah, that was on that was on knowledge previously. So, well, wait a minute. Because of how good a liar he is, I suppose. So, is it going on two or separate roles, or it's weird? I'm sorry, what? Uh, no, I just look at my roll when it hit empathy on there. I don't know why I was doing that. So, all right, uh, but yeah, just a one on it. So, I have no hey. idea. He's not very good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) he's he's a terrible liar. Uh, So is he? It wasn't accidentally. He He definitely tried to kill his superior officer. (laughs) Who hasn't been there, right? I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So and God, okay. Well, bringing it up on this point, how how. Obviously, is he is he is trying to uh, maybe kill us or turn us in to get back into the Klingons' good graces? Oh no, fuck these guys! If if you guys escape, that's going to be better than killing his superior officer. Uh, his superior officer will get killed by the state. He doesn't even, you know. <laughs> oh god, he's on board with that. I, I, I honestly just want to send him running through the Jeffrey's tubes as a distraction with a giant beacon. <laughs> While the rest of us get out. He wants no, to no. live. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, just, I just hate to say it. I just don't know if he's going to go for this. All right. Uh, no, but I mean, that's, he knows the way through the tubes to get to our ship. That's, that's true. So if uh, how well, not like, where your ship is specifically, but where ships are kept typically. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that could actually help us in two ways that that could get us to, that could get us back to the Mercury and also get us our new Romulan, our new Romulan friend back to his ship briefly in order to extricate the uh, extricate the cloaking device. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that may be more difficult. Um, that will be more difficult. They the, the we they is going to be under a tighter lock than your ship, which has just entered. Um, the, Klinga, uh, the Romulans are a known entity, and they are known to be technologically advanced and tricky. So, and as such, uh, they are. There is more care taken with their ship. Okay, but we may. That's like. But again, subterfuge might be a good way to go ahead and put it uh, put towards this, especially with the fact that we might. Uh, like if we do this correctly, we can actually get everybody else on board. So. Uh, looking back at the Romulan, I've, I, I'm assuming you've had your fair share of sneaking around. Uh, no. I Well, <laughs> if I had, perhaps I would not have been caught accidentally. Renowned but, sneakers, them Klingons. Yes, I guess so. <laughs> However, I can right. guide you to locations in the station. Okay, such as what would be one that would be beneficial. I know our, you know, our locker, it's, it lockers where they may have taken, uh, it's like the security team's weapons. Indeed. Uh, that would be, I would be happy to help you with that. Okay. So in this case, uh, we definitely have to, we have to pass over by the captain and the senior staff first, but uh, twofold right You're now. kind of like figure... leaning in a corner, like just waiting for you to get done with this conversation. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, out of character, obviously, I just want to kind of raise my hand. Do you have a better plan? No. 
then get over here. Mm. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I'll look at them. So, all right. Uh, but the idea, maybe uh, have them. It's like, since we have that, and if we can get through maybe to another junction, map out, or actually, since we already have the map, get us to the Mercury first, start working on that, and then Thoracic and his forces can go extricate the uh, uh, weapons, possibly along with the Romulans, and maybe that's like stage a fuller assault if necessary. Well, we'll try it anyway. Um, does this Klingon <laughs> know the size of the force that holds the station? And so. he does new friend <laughs> so how yes, big is of it of course there are uh, 4000 klingons on the station um it's mostly held by klingons cardassians are on the other side of the quadrant it's it's a mess but um yes so like a simple assault would be frankly insane yeah i wouldn't try it <sighs> so no i would definitely think that would be a problem but again more surgical strikes because uh chief how that's like how quietly could you possibly think get somebody else in and out uh, it depends on who, how many, and in and out of where. Okay. Possibly a development area or the other parts of the shipyards with where the cloaking tag is if necessary. So, again, this is a side plan, if it's much, but I think it could possibly give us another advantage. If you're reading the subtext, I want to play with a cloaking device. <laughs> and the, your Romulan friend remotely access their ship? So, look over it. Uh, can you? Uh, provided that um, I am provided with a communication device of sufficient strength and complexity, yes. If we can get our comm badges back, that might be a possibility. Hmm. I would be interested to see this technology, certainly. Or if we could just get to some panel somewhere where you can access the station. So that's, that, that'll work, too. <laughs> All right. I think I we mean, have enough of a... I don't, I don't want to step on your hopes and dreams of getting to play with the cloaking device, but maybe a better solution to let the Romulan like activate it remotely or something like that to cause a ruckus. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's like, that's a good enough plan as well. So cause enough of a big of a distraction that the, uh, the mercury is not seen as a big of an issue. Yep. Great. So I am going to suggest that we go back to brainstorming. Sure. Okay. Yeah. We can do uh, establish yep. Got some a more, bunch more information and stuff. Yeah, I agree. Do you have something specific you want to roll? Uh, I am going to put in for um, probably combat this time around insofar as I'm planning some uh, distractions and stuff like that to actually facilitate our escape. Okay. Like my idea would be like uh, a small team goes with the Romulan to the remotely activated ship or to gain access to a ship to cause a ruckus to attract the attention of everybody over to there so that we can get to Mercury. Mm-hmm. All right, so the current plan, says the captain, is this. Mm -hmm. Get some, leave the station, or leave the station, leave this prison, obtain materials, return, attempt a breakout, get the Romulan to uh, some sort of communications location so he can activate his ship, cause a distraction. Meanwhile, we make our way to the Mercury. Uh, You may want to, we're going to need separate teams, so she starts detailing teams. of course, you three are going to be on a team because I am lazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I need you three to do is to get access to specifically the uh, transporter network so we can transport this. Our, so we don't have to fight our way through the station. I would prefer to transport directly from here to the ship if possible. Now, a lot of this was going to have to take place simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that's going to have to happen 
is we need, we're going to need comm badges at least at least one per team or some other communications device. Agreed. Uh, so, do I have any volunteers to go and obtain some communications devices? We'll go. So easy um, enough. Right. The the team Steve will be happy to accompany us too, Captain. Uh, they <laughs> definitely will. Yeah, team Steve steps up. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I'm going to step away for a minute, and then we'll get started. Okay. Okay. Hey. All right. So, what exactly do you want to do? So, we're going to go split up. So, how's was like? What's this plan in your head of how we get out? So, yeah, I mean, my, my whole idea was just like first step of the plan is like we've got to be able to get out of here unnoticed, right? And like, so if we got like right now, we know that we can get at least out of here. And if it was just like a couple people and the Romulan and they went and like turned on mm-hmm. the turned on the Romulan's cloaking device or you know made the the disruptors fire a couple of couple of shots or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, Nobody would give a shit about the people in the prison cell for a little while, right? Which would give us the opportunity to figure out how the heck to get out of here and over to the, to the Mercury. I hadn't given it thought past that. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, well, we could have. Uh, well, we could do something else on that. Is that if you are doing that distraction? Another thing I could do on the transport on my transporter side is get into the systems and activate. See if we can find the sh- the station site to site transports and use that as an ability to get us directly onto the ship and quick and ha- hopefully be able to take it out or reactivate it more quickly than we would just by sneaking everybody through the Jeffries tubes. Well, I mean that's what the the captain wants us to do is to okay commandeer the transporter system and just transport everybody straight onto the Mercury basically. just on just a one shot. Yeah, okay. Uh, which actually I think would be, I mean, if we can get the security for the station focused on the Romulan ship and then we can transport over to our ship, I think we've got a pretty good chance of getting. Yeah. So, nope, I agree. I think that, yep, I concur. So that's going to be the best possible plan. Okay. So we're going to, yeah, we get to the Romulan ship. The Romulan can be, can the Romulan be missed to the Mercury? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, it was the station, taking over the station site to site. Okay. So, and honestly, I, if, if we're in the Jeffrey's tubes, I could probably access a subsystem and use an exploit to get around it, get around their security to get into it. Okay. So, or pulling a data. So, as it's so rightfully known. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. I'm back. Uh, so, Sean, if I remember correctly, you got to be out of here at my time, 5 30, which is 45 minutes away, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, I think we can do it. All right. So, let's, let's make it happen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work. That's right. So, uh, first, I think also, I, I realized I think I'm like terrified into an action because stuff was so hard to do in STA, but this is fate. We can just do stuff. Like, yeah, we can just do like, really hard stuff just, fairly easily. Just do yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> like, just do it. Okay. Right. So we just, go get... Imagine Shia LaBeouf is right there mm-hmm. shouting mm-hmm. at you. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, thanks, Joe, for the game. Uh, I think I'm done. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Well, Shia LaBeouf in the yeah. Um, it's the only possible yeah. reaction. You're right. I apologize. <laughs> I'm gonna see myself off. Okay, so okay. The, captain, the captain wants us to get com badges and to be able to commandeer the uh, transporter system, right? Correct. Like that's right, the task we've got to get. Com badges first. Get the com badges okay. first, or some other communications device. Come back, distribute them, and then go get the transporters. We need at least one per team. Yeah, so you okay. need about um, five. Okay. Well, maybe they 
threw all our stuff somewhere. I don't know, maybe there's like a holding uh, locker. The yeah. the Klingon, the the tries to poison his boss. Uh, we need to pick his brain about that because logistically speaking, it would make sense that our own gear is somewhere pretty close to here. It doesn't make sense that they would take all our shit and then put it, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. like yeah, move it physically, move it all the way across the. Station. Yeah. yeah, they probably just threw it in a holding locker somewhere nearby. Yes. Uh, likely someone is going through it right now. Mm. Um, give us details as far as like where I hope it how none of it was fragile. Well, it's built to last. Oh, good. Uh, yes, you would go. So he just describes the route. He's entered this Jeffrey's tube, take it, you know, two sections to the outs- exterior of the station and then make a left. And, you know, and then crawl down that ladder, and that's where it is. It's not very far. Mm-hmm. So he will be happy to lead you there. Sounds uh, good. And you make it there without a problem um, so far. <clears throat> All right, so you're at the exit of the Jeffrey's Tube, and he says, this is ahead, I should say, is where we'll exit into the holding locker. There will be one soldier who is going through the item. There will be one who will be categorizing them. And then there will be two guards. They are all heavily armed mm-hmm. and eager for hand-to-hand combat because, frankly, this is a job that no one wants. Yeah, I'm sure this is the worst Klingon job. Like, <laughs> the worst staffing. Don't get to kill anything. We often would have our, our Cardassian allies handle this portion of it, but they are difficult to find on this side of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do it. Let's get them. I will wait here. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and he has no honor, so I can't impute upon that, can I? I mean, you could try, but he doesn't seem to care that much. So. Um, uh, oh God, I, wanna, I, I do. I want to. I want to provoke him into um, like this is some bullshit. Like I'll wait here in the Jeffries tube. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give it to him. Yeah, uh, go for it. You'll have to translate, Platt, of course. Uh, okay. Do I roll a do I tra- do I roll a, a, a provoke on my translation with the bonus if he gets it or? <laughs> Ooh, push the talk. Gotta push the button, Joe. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to him? I had to turn push the talk on because somebody has an air conditioner on next door and you could hear it. But oh, okay. that's fine. That's fine. So, uh, what is the uh, essence there, Sean? The essence of it is, is literally, I'm just going to insult him, like call him a, a sniveling little coward. Um, I think they say patak, something like. That. I'm not, I'm not bothering to translate. Try to, try to. <laughs> I don't speak Klingon, so I'm not even going to try. I'm just like. <laughs> I'm gonna be looking, and beating him to him. I'm going to be looking at. I'm going to be looking at Platt, and be like, you tell him. <laughs> you, <laughs> tell you tell man. him that he's <laughs> a real piece of shit for just staying here. <laughs> We are very disappointed. No, 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 provoke for me. So, re-roll, re-roll. I, I, we I have didn't, so many fate points. Re-roll. You have five sure. fate points. <laughs> so, uh, three heads are better horizons. than one. Three dozen heads are better than one. We're all working together to provoke the fuck out of this guy. Yeah. So, all right, using that for my re-roll. Well, I, I did that for the re-roll, but also I'll, I'll spend another one to get a plus two on it because what the hell? Yep. Let me steal them next time. Oh, I I thought I did. Sorry. That's right. Nope. Sorry. No, that's a two. Yeah, you got a two. A two. And he rolled a zero. So yeah, okay. he's he's not real. He's not good at anything other than fighting. Um. So <laughs> the, the like, social. How dare you? I'll show you. And he just like pushes you all out of the way. 
<laughs> Kicks the thing open. <laughs> Clang. <laughs> okay, well, let's go in. Working right. isn't bad. We're good to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we, made a, we made a Klingon shield. Good job. Right, so... Uh, <laughs> uh, so he bursts onto the scene and he's rolling around with somebody on the ground. Uh, they're firing all of the disruptors in his general direction. Um, <laughs> as remember, these Klingons are the worst version of Klingons. They don't even care about killing each other. Uh, he gets vaporized. They get vaporized. The guy he's fighting gets vaporized. But they're distracted <laughs> for when you guys emerge. Uh, so, right. yeah. Um, any reason to, to, to hesitate? Yeah, get in there and punch him. Give him Jump out and, and get in the middle of that. Yeah, go. Just make this a... Don't let him touch your antennas. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, so since they've all got like weapons drawn and they're already basically shooting at the our, our Klingon friend, um, my intention is to go out there and like basically grab a disruptor in, in one of their hands, like pull his arm down over mm-hmm. my shoulder to snap his elbows. And, okay. And then, you know, start to, to shoot them. But <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Do it. Get him. Do it. I'm at a distinct disadvantage in hand-to-hand with the Klingon, so... <laughs> no. I don't think that's, that's, that's a disadvantage. That's a solid roll. And this is what the chief is good at, so... <laughs> yep. Ah, uh, you beat their yeah. plus four. <laughs> so you succeed. Uh, so I'm going to say that is probably overcoming. <laughs> it's that you're overcoming their... Yeah, if they're rolling to defend. Rip. Yeah. yeah. They're rolling to defend themselves, so... Yeah, you are now armed. That guy's arm is hurt. Uh, what about you other two guys? What are you, what are you doing? Still um, like, hanging around uh, in Jeffrey's tube? Uh, is there well, since, since they're is distracted. There or, cause I'm not, I'm not uh, opposed to helping him out. I mean, nobody um, is close to the Jeffrey's tube. So, like, for Threshiv right. to do what he had to do, he had to leap from the tube and then mm-hmm. tuck and roll as he came out of it, you know, snap into mm-hmm. the standing position and then immediately grab... One Klingon break his elbow and steal a gun. Like, it was pretty cool looking. <laughs> okay, um, then I will also jump down, but not near the sheave. Just kind okay. of behind um, a separate console to see if I can distract them. All right, give me. Uh, are you attempting to distract them, or are you attempting to hide from them? Kind of. Oh, I mean, it's distracting. Yeah, it's distracting, but also not hiding that they can't see me, but just like drop down and duck behind cover and maybe see if they just shoot at me, and then the sheave can take a shot. All right. Uh, I think you're trying to create an advantage for the sheave, so uh, hey, um, I would roll. Pressing athletics. I don't know. Should talk. <laughs> athletics or provoke. You're trying to be obvious. Uh, athletics will be fine because you know you'll hit the ground and get to cover. Yeah, basically, you want to hit the ground and shoulder roll behind cover and let them All shoot. Right. Uh, um, if you succeed with things. style, uh, I would say yeah. you get a boost, and that boost for you would be. But in un, but undercover. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm gonna do two things. Um, yeah. I'm gonna since I'm creating advantage, and right. my second host was like of my my martial artist champion. Right. I'm gonna invoke those those experiences, and then I'm gonna spend a fate point on rough and tumble doctor. Nice. So total of four plus one from athletics plus. Four. All right. So I'm stealing some some dice. Okay. So five to so four. Is my final roll. Steal all my fate point. Let it go. Uh, you only get one because one's a stunt and one's a. I apologize. All right, no one's a stunt. Problem. Yeah, it's my uh, joint to trail racial. Right. So uh, that's my use for this. Scene. So you get total plus four. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, they are distracted. So uh, yeah, you create that advantage for the sheep. 
yeah. uh, distracted, double distracted for the Klingons. Right. So you can invoke that to get another plus two on your next combat roll. Right. And you can probably invoke it for free. There you go. Unless Aaron needs it or wants it for whatever he's got going. That's true. You could also, I guess, invoke it yeah. to do something without being noticed if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, Aaron, you're up. Okay. All right. Uh, so they're currently in the fight going through. Um, what's on the tables that they're examining? Let's see. Uh, they're Currently, they're going through weapons because that seems to be what Klingons are interested in. Okay. They're looking at like the phasers people had. Um, not too many of those. That you can see they've been testing them out against a, a target on the wall. Um, okay. They've dismissed them as inferior. <laughs> Although they are puzzled by the many, many, many possible modes. All right. So maybe that's actually what we should do with it. So they're distracted. Uh, uh, I'm going to try to uh, sneak by and see if I can grab... Well, actually, no, I take that back. So um, if... Uh, let's see. Is there... Uh, it's looking right now. Is there a panel onto the side here for room control at all? So for just basics on power or, um, I mean, in the Jeffrey's tube, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, uh, there is. Okay. Yeah. Like there's a lot of stuff that follows the tube into the room. Like that's what the tubes are for. Okay. It's well, to access the to ship's over- internal, uh, working. Yeah. So, uh, work, uh, I'm going to look to see where those, the two Klingons are and see if, you know, a, you know, a, uh, it's like one of the panels can have a have a brief overload in front of them. Cool. Yeah. Zap that Klingon with your engineering skill. <laughs> exactly. Uh, again, remember all all Starfleet panels are immediately made of thermite. So yeah, that's certainly that's true. How- it's true for the Klingons too. Yes. Turns out when your power infrastructure is just flowing plasma, it's kind of dangerous. <laughs> it's electricity, soul thing. We could use that. No plasma for everything. <laughs> All plasmas. All plasma. <laughs> so yeah, uh definitely want to set up an engineering role to see if I can get that to go off. Nice. Spending any fee um, points? Uh you have a lot right now. So I mean I would say you could you could use the uh the condition that we've got set up there to get like a bonus because they're not paying attention to the panel. Oh you're right. So right. So just get a plus one on that. Okay. All right. Yeah, so I'll definitely use the condition then. So uh just have just roll it and don't and add it in as necessary. I just roll your Roll the skill in the manual. Have to add here. Okay, no problem. Back. Rolling that then. Two. So that'll be a three. All right. Uh, yeah, are good you enough. Using the distracted. You... Sorry, are you using the distracted aspect? Yes, I am. So it's plus two. So you got four. Oh, plus two. Oh, so that's that's yeah, that's four then. Yep. Right. So cool. Panel explodes. Blam. Uh, <laughs> you zap one Klingon. That seems like a pretty high consequence. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say that Klingon is burnt. More plasma burns. More plasma burns. Man, there's been a lot of plasma burns this game. All the plasma burns. <laughs> All right, All so right. Uh, let's see. There are three Klingons here. One has been plasma burned. One has a broken elbow. Uh, and one is, <laughs> you know, around. He was. He's just finished shooting. So he's going to fire at uh, Thashiv, who definitely seems like the biggest threat. <laughs> Anybody who opens with elbow you. breaking. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, these rolls not going too hot for the old Joe. Uh it's still three. So you roll athletics and yeah, to uh, avoid this. That's nice. no good. Well, uh you can always re-roll. You can re-roll, you can take a consequence. Um a near miss from a disruptor. PCs have stress. stress, yeah. Yeah, I've got I've got extra stress, so you have so much. You're so tough. I think you are. I'm super tough because like it's if i get hit it's a stress right it's not like a i can like roll a 
the D4 or something like that to get a... No, no, you just tick off a box of stress. I'm just making sure I remember how it all works right. So tick off your... I, I don't know, like, he beats you by two, so you would take two shifts, so you tick off your number two box. Right. Uh, you know, their weapons aren't... I mean, I could make Klingon Disruptor super deadly, but I'm not going to do that right now. Yeah, I sort of wrote that in the rules of, like, if you actually make all the weapons mechanically accurate, quote-unquote, that you would just kill everybody in one shot. Like, it doesn't work. Okay, I, yeah, I'll take I will take two points of stress. All right, uh, so you get winged, scorches your arm, it hurts. Uh, no real damage. It won't prevent you from doing anything you need to do, but it ain't great. Uh, okay, so, uh, but all the other Klingons are dealing with their own stuff, so we're going to head back to the top. Sean, uh, you probably want to do something to, like, take these guys out, maybe yeah. set something up, maybe put them undercover, chuck some phasers around, threaten them. <laughs> uh, let's I guess provoke would be what I would roll to, like, get them to surrender. Uh, I, well, provoke would work. Um, I would say that probably... I'm going to write sheet here. I mean, uh, empathy might also... Well, no, empathy. Uh, provoke would work or rapport would work. Okay. If you're like, listen, guys, I'm a warrior, too. You know you're covered. I got my dude in the Jeffrey's tube who's just going to flood it with Klingon murder and gas. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many Klingons are there? Uh, there's only three. Uh, one has a broken elbow, uh, one has been plasma burnt, uh, and one is facing you with a disruptor. Okay. What, what about our, our Klingon that jumped out of the Jeffrey's shoot too? Oh, he got vaporized. He's vaporized. And the guy he was wrestling also got vaporized. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just making sure I'm, I'm clear on where everybody, what, what the whole situation Yeah, yeah. Um, they've got like one guy that's good to go and two that are in good shape. Um, so basically I want to shoot the guy that's in fairly decent shape. Insofar as like just to make sure that they're all all like not doing great, and then be like, you know, you can give up, or we can we can we can keep doing this if you really want to die right now. Sure, that makes sense. Uh, roll it. Spend fate points. Um, I'm not going to use any against you right now because I'm trying to get this over with. I understand. Um, I don't know that I want to spend any fate points really. All right, feel free to roll it. Yeah, I'll spend I'll spend one. I'll spend one and get the plus two. Nice. I'm not. <laughs> They all reset. Yeah, they reset next time, so we're all good. Oh, Jesus. I needed that. Spend another one to re-roll. Spend another one to re-roll. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently my decision to not want to spend these points was a bad one, and fate has said no, spend much more. <laughs> it's all about the economy. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, plus five. five. All right. So, uh, they look at each other. They see that one guy got plasma burnt. That didn't just happen at random. Like, throw it out in our weapons and sulk in a corner. You will never escape this station, says one in Klingon to you. <laughs> Whatever, nerd. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, looking at that, apparently you haven't fought. Uh, that's like you haven't come across uh, across uh, Starfleet officers before. Um, we have not. We do not know what this Starfleet is, and you never will, Clock. <laughs> so. Brutal. Um, he says, "This is dishonor." Before, right before he goes out. <laughs> okay. So, what do we have in here? So, I'm going to go through all the equipment that they were keeping here. Yeah. Um, I I don't want to just totally commandeer that, but Aaron, if you would, um, Platt, sorry, I, I know who you are. God, Platt, if you would double check, get on like the control panel over there, and see if like we're going to have 
company in a second. Like, yeah, no, I'll I'll, ch- I'll check that just to be sure. So check the terminals. I'll check the equipment. Yeah, nope, that's perfect. I'll try to kill us. I guess. Perfect. All right. So, so uh, yeah. So uh, the equipment is it's a ton of tricorders. Uh, everyone's got badge. Uh, probably like fifty or so phasers. Uh, the captain has after her ship has been invaded required <clears throat> that security team operate with phasers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's all the equipment. Uh, you know you can only carry so much, but um, so tell me what you're going to take. Definitely a tricorder and a phaser. Right. Um, so We can't take all of it, so like a handful of combat badges, like I guess five was our minimum, but like... Or they don't have like a little satchel here we could at least throw like combat badges in and stuff. I mean, yeah, there's like you could take a little case or something. Yeah. Uh, but like tricorder's pretty bulky. No. Yeah, no, I, we can't carry like create a phaser. Like my my suggestion is like five tricorders. So you got one for each team, at least five com badges, yep. um, and I'll also like ten probably because they're tiny. Um, and then yeah, it's whatever yeah. we can carry for phasers. I guess you know it's not ideal, but if they have more of the type one phasers that are smaller, you know that we transport more of them than the bigger type twos. But I don't know, if that's too granular. Uh, I mean, almost all type twos. Uh, okay. Nobody really carries the type one phasers too often. Um, I think so. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, meanwhile, Platt, you can see that there is no alarm yet, uh, but that, you know, just based on previous cycles of how often the room gets scanned, probably going to be scanned in another five minutes. So, okay. Um, then I will go ahead. Do the Klingons themselves have any identifiers on them, personal com badges or anything? Uh, they have. Individ, uh, independent communication devices. They're on their wrists. Uh, okay. And make the Doc Venture mistake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, make sure that we have one for com badges, but also take the, uh, I guess, they, uh, go ahead and take the uh, RFID or whatever the Star Trek equivalent of that would be yeah. code sensor off of that, and then program that into a loop onto the uh, through the console to make sure that the system just keeps registering them as working. So... Okay. They'll, prob- uh, they'll probably get curious after like an hour or so goes by and they they haven't moved. They should have slacked off by now. Yeah, no, their cock will be dead if they don't get off shit. Yeah. But I'll go ahead and do that. Uh, are, do you want an engineering roll on that? Uh yes. Okay. Uh, t- Versus so. the sensors of the station, which has a All plus right. two. Yep. No, the sensors has a plus two now. Shit. Well, okay. I mean, every every action you take is kind of like stepping up yeah. <laughs> their awareness. That's kind of no. That's uh, that's understandable. So. Okay, this is also part of a general plan, so I will do one fate point on there for three dozen heads. A dozen heads are better than one. So, all right, all right, all right. Take that. So that'll be at a five and four. Okay, that's not too bad. Well, you win. <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to worry about. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was actually a six on my part with the two points that I got. So yeah. So you you are way ahead of the curve here. Would I get an additional effect since I wait? Absolutely. Went way over? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, the boost on that is that when it does go off, it's going to send off a signal across the station, sending them in the wrong direction. Nice. I'm into it. Yeah. All right. So. So they'll they'll be chasing a ghost. I'm glad you came up with a solution for that because I had an idea to like stage a, uh, a fight that broke out amongst them. I'm sure <laughs> that was going to get me in trouble because I was going to be killing more <laughs> more of them because like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> all right uh so i do want to like you know we're going to get back into the jeffrey's tube to go back um, yeah i do partic- specifically want to make sure that we clean the room 
like of any evidence that we were in it, just in case somebody actually physically comes into the room to inspect it. Okay. Um, and then make sure that we like put the, the door back to the Jeffrey's tube up where it doesn't look, you know, it's not obvious that it was kicked off by a, an insulted Klingon. All right. So what is, what is your plan? Uh, so you're going to clean the room, store the Klingon somewhere, I imagine, grab your shit and leave? Basically, yeah. All right. Uh, in this case, I guess, uh, because that combat took a little longer than I thought, we will end it here. Uh, okay. So you can, so everybody has time to go do the other stuff they got to do. And uh, we'll pick it up next time. All right. Excellent. Uh, questions, comments, suggestions? Good, bad, indifferent? like For a while there, I was like, He's just fucking with me, right? Like this is Yeah, I thought you were joking. I thought you were just fun. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we're doing this, okay. Yeah. I just nope, nope, watched the Mirror me. Universe episode, so I was like, uh, you know what? Yeah, let's do that. That'll fucking do it. Yeah. I got I mean I don't have a problem with it. Don't be wrong. I was just like <laughs> it's like it's a really good joke. And then like, wait a second, I don't think Joe's I don't think Joe's joking. Like, oh, I'm not joking. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, to those concerns. And to the people who hate the mirror universe, A, I understand. <laughs> uh, so this will probably be the only mirror universe one, but I want to hit most of the tropes. Still no Q. No Q. Yeah. <laughs> Understood. That's, well, again, that's a specific setting, I think. So, and- yeah. I mean, there's not like, well, one, there's not really a reason that a Q would interact with us over. Yeah, Q only really works with Picard. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like him in any of the other. Situation Voyager, I didn't, yeah, yeah I didn't like you and Voyager, yeah, yeah. and DS9 worked because like Cisco punched him, and just, he was yeah, like, Cisco oh, was sucks. like, and I'm leaving. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, like you're not, you're not wanting to play bullshit, man. Yeah, you're you're not you're you're no fun. I'm leaving too. So, and you know, I'll actually take back. I thought you know the first episode he was in where the other Q was allowed to commit suicide. That actually was pretty fascinating, and I I still think that was good. But then mm-hmm. they started stacking the deck with everything else that just tried to explain. It's exactly, I think, the problem they had with the with the Borg. They tried to explain more and more of the Borg uh, and the and the continuum until it completely lost its mystique. Yeah, the, the whole point is that you don't know exactly. So like, that was you yeah. Can't understand, yeah. And then they feel like, well, but maybe we'll try. So oh, but also just, here's the Q and having problems raising their kid and have fun exactly, with that. Like, <laughs> exactly too, to the point where it's like, well, where did you come from to begin with? So why is this such a mystery? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. isn't there thousands of years, thousands of millennia? Uh, are you understanding how to raise kids? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, although I do think the funny thing on that is that, oh, well, I'll, I'll say that when we're off. We're yeah. officially off recording. All right. So, so bye. Recording over. Bye, everybody. See ya. Bye. Get the fuck out, Craig. <laughs> I thought we were being nice to Craig. Hey, you started it. <laughs> <laughs>